a Monday morning, and you know what that means. Streamers, welcome back to the Isolation Station Club. This is Daz Does Disney, and I'm your host. It's me, it's me, it's the DOZ, Landon the Daz Don't, kicking your week off the right way with a little bit of Disney news coming out of the House of the Mouse in Orlando, Florida. We're talking Walt Disney World. Hopefully, uh, y'all having a good week. Welcome to the first full week of June. How did that happen, everybody? Hopefully you had a happy and safe Memorial Day. Y'all are coming back with the same number of digits and appendages you started with, like I asked you to at the end of last week's episode. Means the world to me if you did. Uh, If not, ouchies. Um, uh, If you have any fun stories to tell me how you lost, like, say, a pinky or something, holler at me. (laughs) So actually, no, no, don't do that. Don't do that. That's a joke. Um, uh... I get to go to Walt Disney World later this week, and I'm super pumped about it. Me, the smoking hot girlfriend, and her daughter, we're going to be heading down uh, four days in Disney, two days in Universal. Um, uh, I'm already exhausted, but it's going to be super fun. So uh, just up front, want to let you know next week there will not be an episode of Daz Does Disney because, you know, I can't record it when I'm on vacation. I mean, I could record it when I'm on vacation, but, you know, I'm not going to. But we do have this week uh, somewhat lighter on the uh, news side of things, so we're going to get through this uh, so I can start packing and play more Diablo 4, if we're being completely honest. Uh, But uh, before we get to news, it's uh, time for This Week in Disney History! Turn down for what? This week, we are going to be looking at the dates June 4th running through the 10th. So uh, June 4th, 1990, a uh, hotel that I am very familiar with, uh, going to be familiar with it this week, as a matter of fact, the Walt Disney World Dolphin Hotel, a uh, Starwood-operated hotel at the time, opens at 1800 Epcot Resort Boulevard, and that's located between, at the time, Disney MGM Studios and the Epcot Resort area. Now, the Dolphin uh, features a a 27-story main building and a tower with uh, four nine-story wings. The resort offers uh, over 1,500 guest rooms, including uh, luxury suites. It was uh, designed by Michael Graves. Uh, The hotel is adorned with two iconic 56-foot-tall dolphins. Now, uh, I didn't say I'm familiar with this hotel. Um, I'm actually more familiar uh, with the, uh, I guess, sister hotel of the uh, Dolphin. I'm uh, Team Swan all the way, by the way. Uh, June 4th, 1994, the very first Epcot International Flower and Garden Festival comes to an end. It's kind of weird that now in Epcot, there's always a festival going on and Flower and Garden is so synonymous at least in my mind when i think of epcot that in the scheme of things 1994 that's when it kicked off and in the scheme of things 1994 not that long ago but uh on june 4th 1994 is when the very first one came to an end 1999 uh june 4th uh walt disney world's newest attraction the mini adventures of winnie the pooh debuts in the Magic Kingdom, a uh, dark ride based upon the film The Mini Adventures of you know, Winnie the Pooh is located on the spot once occupied by Mr. Toad's Wild Ride. Uh, it will officially open to guests the following day, June 5th, and uh, versions will later open at Disneyland and Hong Kong Disneyland. Uh, and June 4th, 2006, uh, we got some more hotel news. Uh, Disney All-Star Music Resort at Walt Disney World opens their new family suites. Uh, nearly 400 guest rooms have been converted to 192 family suites. Uh, the All-Star Resort's a uh, good option if you want to save a little bit of money and, uh, you know, uh, take the entire family down to uh, Walt Disney World. 
June 5th, 1972, Walt Disney World's If You Had Wings attraction, sponsored by Eastern Airlines, the official airline of Walt Disney World, opens. Uh, it's located in Tomorrowland across from the Mission to Mars attraction. If You Had Wings takes guests on a journey through some of Eastern's uh, tourist destinations, such as Mexico City, New Orleans, and uh, the Bahamas. Uh, the attraction will entertain millions of visitors for the next 15 years. Uh, on June 5th, 1995, Walt Disney World formally announces its newest project, Animal Kingdom, and construction will begin later that year in August of 1995. Man, we were just talking about how uh, 1994 in the scheme of things, Flower and Garden, not that long ago for Epcot. 1995, not that long ago for AK, uh, the uh, fourth gate down there, the Walt Disney World Resort property. Uh, June 5th, 2010, Spectro Magic, which debuted on October 1st, 1991, and uh, temporarily left the Magic Kingdom for a couple years, beginning in uh, May 1999, ends its run forever at Walt Disney World. Uh, the nighttime parade uh, it was first introduced in 1991 as part of the park's 20th anniversary celebration replaced the Main Street Electrical Parade. Its secondary run began in April of 2001. Uh, the parade was about Mickey Mouse, along with the Spectro Magic Spectro Men, easy for uh, me to say, uh, who together created the power of Spectro Magic. Uh, after the first part of the parade with Mickey and the Spectro Magic Spectro Men, the parade progressed through uh, five different themes. Uh, don't have any memories of the uh, Spectro Magic Parade, so if uh, you do, holler at me on the uh, socials at Does Does Disney at Landos. Uh, June 6th, 1987, uh, the Delta sponsored If You Could Fly replaces Eastern Airs If You Had Wings attraction at Walt Disney World's Tomorrowland. Between this week and last week, we've been talking a whole lot of If You Had Wings and If You Could Fly and a whole lot of sponsorship. Mm, weird. Uh, June 6th, 2010, the Main Street Electrical Parade returns for the third time at Walt Disney World. I've said it before, I'll say it again. I'm a big fan of the uh, Main Street Electrical Parade. Uh, I hate that it's not currently running in the Magic Kingdom. Um, I kind of hate that there is no nighttime parade in the Magic Kingdom. I wish uh, Walt Disney World would uh, remedy that sooner rather than later. And uh, if they do, heck, just bring back Main Street Electrical Parade. That thing's dope, especially the soundtrack. Uh, June 7th, 1975. We already mentioned it uh, earlier, but on this, or rather on June 7th, 1975, Walt Disney World's version of Mission to Mars, which was uh, developed in cooperation with NASA, debuts in Tomorrowland. Uh, it replaces Flight to the Moon attraction, which opened in December of 1971. Uh, guests first enter a viewing area known as Mission Control, which is modeled after a, a typical Mission Control Center with chairs and control panels for about 10 seated animatronic quote-unquote technicians who, are, uh, who have their backs to the audience. Uh, facing the audience is animatronic flight director Mr. Johnson, voiced by a radio and TV announcer George Walsh, who shows uh, film clips and explains how man has made numerous advances in space travel. After the pre-show, guests board their spacecraft, a circular theater with uh, stadium-like seating featuring circular flat screens on the uh, ceiling and floor, and then uh, third officer Collins uh, serves as the guest in-flight narrator. Now, Mission uh, to Mars will close its doors on October 4th, 1993, and will later reopen as Extraterrestrial Alien Encounter, and then Extraterrestrial Alien Encounter will close its doors and later reopen as Stitch's Great Escape, 
and then Stitch's Great Escape will later close its doors, and it is currently a broom closet. So uh, there you go. June 7th, 2006, uh, Disney World announces that Cinderella Castle apartment will be completely decorated and upholstered as a, quote, royal bedchamber, which can sleep up to four people. It will uh, become available as a once-in-a-lifetime experience during the Year of a Million Dreams celebration taking place at all 11 Disney theme parks. An overnight stay in the apartment will be a prize randomly awarded to a guest at the Magic Kingdom or any park at the Walt Disney World Resort. Um, uh, obviously, I did not win said prize, and uh, you did not win said prize, I'm sorry to say. Hate to be the one to break it to you on that one, but man, could you imagine sleeping in uh, Cinderella Castle overnight in Magic Kingdom? That'd be dope. That'd be really, really cool. I do know that uh, after they uh, upholstered it for uh, to become a royal bedchamber, uh, I think they started doing uh, Make-A-Wish stuff. Let me do a quick Google search on that one. Yeah, as a matter of fact, earlier this year, May 1st, uh, Michaela, who uh, overcame uh, cancer, good on you, Michaela. Michaela and her family were uh, surprised with a stay in uh, Cinderella Castle. So uh, good on you, Michaela, for not only beating cancer, but uh, being able to stay in Cinderella Castle. Pretty dope. Uh, and then finally, June 9th. This one doesn't really have a date. It's just, you know, a day uh, that's important to Disney fans. Uh, June 9th is uh, Donald Duck's birthday. So, uh... Thanks for quacking us up all through the years, Donald. Eh, eh, maybe put some pants on too. Uh, anyway, and that's been this week in Disney history. Now, before we get to the fun stuff, there is a uh, small update of uh, as the Reedy Creek District turns. Um, uh, there is a new judge been appointed in the uh, Disney versus DeSantis trial. Uh, Chief Judge Mark Waller uh, recused himself uh, last week. Um, uh, and then a newly appointed judge, uh, Alan Windsor, has stepped in to uh, oversee the upcoming trial. And uh, the new judge, uh, once again, Alan Windsor, has filed an order last week uh, to establish pre-trial timelines in Disney versus DeSantis federal case. Now, here are the timelines uh, for motions as agreed to by both parties and Judge Windsor. Uh, June 20th, 2023, deadline for rules conference. June 26th, 2023. Defendant's deadline to file motions to dismiss. June 27th, 2023. Deadline for rules filing. And then finally, August 9th, 2023. Plaintiff's deadline to respond to any motions to dismiss. Now, essentially, the timeline establishes any pretrial motions should be complete by mid-August. And the trial will be able to continue from there. Um, uh, we'll keep you updated as this goes, but now we kind of uh, know the, at least the pre-trial timeline of what uh, Disney versus DeSantis looks like uh, when it comes to uh, this never-ending story. So we're halfway through the year of 2023, uh, fully in the month of June now, but Disney, they already have an eye towards 2024 with a with some particular announcements and uh, a, a popular one at that is making a return, but it is for next year. And we're talking the Disney dining plan. Uh, the popular voucher-based dining option is now available to book for vacations starting at January 9th of 2024. And the Disney dining plan price has finally been revealed. Uh, these prices include tax as part of the vacation packaging. Uh, remember, now the pricing is per person per night 
and here's the breakdown. If you want to do the quick service dining plan, price is going to be $57.01 for adults and $23.83 for children. Everyone in the party ages three and over receives the following during their package stay. This is for the quick service dining plan. That's two quick service meals per night of stay, one snack or non-alcoholic beverage per night of stay, and one resort refillable mug. Now, for example, if you are booking a four-night package with a Disney quick service dining plan, each guest ages three and up in your party would receive eight quick snack meals, four snacks or non-alcoholic beverages, which can be used at any time during your four-night stay. Now, Maybe you want to get something more substantial than, say, the quick service dining plan. Well, there's the full-blown just Disney dining plan. Prices for adults are going to be $94.28, and then for children, it's going to be $29.69. Everyone in the party, again, ages 3 and over, received the following during their stay. You're going to get one quick service meal per night of stay, one table service meal per night of stay, one snack or non-alcoholic beverage per night of stay. And again, you're getting that one resort refillable mug. For example, if you book a four night package with a Disney dining plan, each guest ages three and up in your party would receive four table service meals, four quick service meals, four snacks or non-alcoholic beverages, which can be used at any time during your four night stay. I've never personally partaken in the Disney dining plan. I know this is a very popular service that Disney offered and then uh, kind of pulled back on once COVID hit. And then when they reopened the parks, put, uh, continued to put that on pause. So I do think it's cool that they're starting to get back to the way things were. Um, uh, again, we do still have some time before we get to the Disney dining plan. Um, uh, it starts in January 9th of 2024. So keep that in mind for you and your party as you book any trips for 2024. But apparently uh, 2024 is going to be a popular time for Disney because last week uh, 2024 tickets and vacation packages did go on sale for Disney and the demand was high. And as a result, Disney... Uh, had to temporarily pause new sales. Uh, Disney World said that booking would resume uh, shortly after that in a message on its website saying, quote, we have currently paused booking online and over the phone. Booking will resume as soon as possible. Reminder to retain your place in, in the waiting room. Please don't refresh your, uh, your page or select the uh, back button. If you've ever been in one of those fun virtual queues for limited edition uh, merchandise, uh, you know that rule. Now, uh, like I was talking about, 2024, we'll see a bit more of a return to normal or uh, normalcy, as I've been known to say on this podcast for Disney World with uh, multi-day uh, date-based tickets no longer being required uh, or no longer requiring a theme park reservation and, like we previously talked about, the return of the Disney dining plan. But that being said, there will still be a continuation of some of those pandemic era policies, particularly like a restriction on a park hopping. Uh, Disney said in a statement beginning on January 9th, 2024, theme park reservations will no longer be required for date-based tickets. After guests enter the first park, guests will be able to visit their next park starting at 2 p.m. until parks regularly scheduled closure. So... 
in quote, by the way. So um, on the one hand, if you're getting a date-based ticket, you don't got to worry about making that uh, theme park reservation, which, yay, they're getting rid of the theme park reservation in that situation. But like they said in that statement there, park hopping doesn't start until 2 p.m. And they're continuing that at least uh, through 2024 as of this statement. So, I mean, on the one hand, I'm, I'm glad that uh, park reservations are going away in some instance, particularly if you get the date-based ticket, but at the same time, still kind of a head-scratcher and still kind of a bummer that uh, park hopping doesn't start until uh, 2 p.m., uh, and that's going to continue through 2024. I kind of was hoping that that would go away. Is, uh, Disney makes changes for the year of 2024, and uh, we'll, we'll let you know any more changes that uh, Disney is going to be implementing for the year of 2024. But uh, that's 2024, and uh, we're in uh, June 2023, and uh, June is Pride Month. Happy Pride Month, everybody. And uh, to celebrate, Disney has been uh, putting out uh, specialty merchandise, unique food, and other offerings, particularly um, uh, Pride murals throughout their different parks. Uh, in the Magic Kingdom, the uh, popular purple wall features a rainbow with some Mickey ears that say love on it. Um uh, in uh, Hollywood Studios, I guess in the area between Star Tours and uh, Muppet Vision 3D, there is a bouquet of uh, Mickey balloons that are in rainbow colors that say love. And then uh, in Epcot, there is a love mural as well. You can take your picture. And then uh, all throughout Disney Springs, there is pride banners up and stuff like that, as well as murals you can uh, take your picture in front of. It is uh, Mickey Hands in the shape of a heart, and in the heart, it is in rainbow color. So it is a nice uh, to see Disney doing that. Uh, follow up on a story we did last week talking about VI Pass Holder Month. Uh, VI Pass Holder Month is uh, underway, started May 31st and runs through the end of June. That's where Disney is giving pass holders more bang for the buck, so to speak. And uh, one of those bang for the buck that we didn't know about last week is more bonus reservations for annual pass holders, particularly in Animal Kingdom and on Epcot, because throughout the entire month, Disney World has added bonus reservations for Animal Kingdom and Epcot on every single day. Uh, that's uh, that's that, that that's pretty awesome. Uh, in their announcement, Disney says, quote, bonus reservations in June. Calling all pass holders, discover how bonus reservations can give you extra flexibility to enjoy time in the parks. As part of VI Pass Holder Days, bonus reservations will be available for Epcot and Disney's Animal Kingdom theme park from June 1st through June 30th, 2023. Bonus reservations do not count against your allotted park reservation hold, and there's no limit how many time you can make them. Uh, bonus reservations may be added from time to time on select dates at select theme parks, so be sure to check the calendar often. Uh, all offerings are subject to change or cancellation without notice. Passes are subject to Walt Disney World, yada, yada, yada. So uh, I, I, I think it's cool. We talked about how, you know, uh, pass holders aren't cheap, not even a little. Um, I like the fact that Disney is giving uh, APs something a little bit extra after... Um, some of the AP services have been lackluster, let's just say, for the uh, last little bit. So I'm uh, nice to nice to see something a little bit extra for uh, those APs out there, even if it is, you know, bonus reservations for uh, Epcot and AK. So pretty cool. Another week, another update on uh, character meet and greets in Disney Hollywood Studios as they uh, do the character meet and greet shuffle. Um, uh, this one particularly uh, pertains to me. Well, it would if I hadn't already got my uh, 
experience of meeting Powerline Max, but uh, Powerline Max is on the move. Um, uh, currently, he is set up uh, in the Grand Avenue area uh, in the apartment facade just down the street where, you know, Vacation Goofy is because previously Max and Goofy were hanging out there next to each other because, you know, Goofy has to keep an eye on his son Max and Cannon or the head Cannon that I've made up. But as of now, um, uh, Max has moved a little bit down the way from uh, from Vacation Goofy, but cast members do tell Blog Mickey that uh, Max could be on the move again, and they're and reportedly uh, will be moving to Echo Lake soon. Now, remember uh, when Pixar Place opened last month, Mr. and Mrs. Incredible were moved from Echo Lake to Pixar Place, so there is a meet and greet spot currently open or vacant. So maybe, I mean, it does kind of make sense. Maybe that's where Power, Power, that's where Powerline Max will go to Echo Lake. I'm uh, kind of close to where, uh, you know, people are coming in, heading over towards uh, Galaxy's Edge once they enter the park, uh, you know, in front of Gertie, big old dinosaur. Uh, and Max is one of the more popular, at least in my opinion, meet and greets. Uh, always seems to have a, a long line to meet him. So it makes center to have him front and center. So there you go. And uh, in other Hollywood studio news, um, uh, following a few days of soft openings last week, uh, Rock and Roller Coaster uh, featuring Aerosmith is now officially open after uh, Disney removed the uh, refurbishment message from the website and added hours of operation. Uh, Rock and Roller Coaster, if you remember, had been closed since February as uh, crews worked on the uh, ride system and visual refresh of the attraction. Um, uh, and no, there was no re-theming. Uh, so uh, there you go. Um, uh, it is out of soft opening, and Rock and Roller Coaster is uh, back in the saddle again to uh, borrow a line from uh, Steven, Tyler, and uh, the boys. Last little bit of Disney news uh, here. Last week saw the kickoff of uh, Epcot After Hours events. Uh, last week's event took place from 10 p.m. to 1 a.m. Let guests stay in uh, Epcot uh, for an additional three hours after close, giving them uh, access to attractions like Guardians of the Galaxy, Ratatouille, uh, Soren, Test Track. Um, uh, I do want to point out, uh, it, reports were saying that Guardians of the Galaxy was running... Uh, on its standby line, which I thought was interesting, but I also do want to point out reports were saying that the standby line was 45 minutes to 90 minutes, and if your uh, after-hours event is uh, three hours and you're in a 90-minute line, I'm no uh, math magician. That mm, that's 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 rough. That is a uh, rough. <laughs> um. Uh, so hopefully, uh, hopefully. That, that, that's not a sign of things to come when it comes to After Hours in Epcot because, I mean, one of the draws to go to After Hours in Epcot is to be able to go on Guardians of the Galaxy without, you know, having to fight a massive crowd. And if you're waiting half of your time in the event to go on Guardians, is there really that draw? And, I mean, if I remember, I mean, getting into the After Hours events, I mean, they're not cheap tickets, so... I'll be interested to see how uh, Epcot After Hours plays out going forward, but uh, yeah, those kicked off uh, last week. So uh, just FYI, if you and your party have tickets for Epcot, uh, maybe pack a little bit of patience and uh, check expectations appropriately when it comes to Guardians. I mean, and even even Ratatouille had a had a had a long. Wait, which just kind of raised my eyebrows. And uh, speaking of eyebrow raising, uh, last year me and Steffers talked about uh, a crazy, crazy expensive Disney experience. And uh, well, guess what? It's back. We are uh, talking about a 
$115,000 uh, Disney Parks private jet adventure. Uh, Adventures by Disney has announced the return of Disney Parks Around the World, a private jet adventure in 2024. Now, this is a 24-day globe-trotting private jet vacation designed specifically for the ultimate Disney fan. Uh, guests will have a chance to experience all 12 Disney parks and three Disney studios, plus three iconic landmarks in uh, India, Egypt, and France. Now, if uh, you have uh, just north of uh, $100,000 burning a hole in your pocket and you think, hey, this sounds like something I would want to do, uh, these are the dates you need to pay attention to. And also, hi, can you take me? Uh, I would love to go. June 12th, uh, Adventure Insiders with three plus previous adventures. So uh, these are the people that have done this before and, uh, you know, they've done it at least three times. Um, uh, once again, I would love to be your friend. I would love to be your friend. June 14th, Adventure Insiders. But these are only for the people that have been on one to two previous adventures. I mean, come on, guys. Jeez. Uh, June 16th, uh, Golden Oaks Residence and uh, Club 33 members. So still some rarefied air, but I mean, come on. You're not Adventure Insiders with three plus previous adventures, Golden Oak Residence. Come on. And then on June 19th, it opens to us plebes, uh, booking for the general public. Now, uh, highlights of the vacation are going to include uh, Disney's Grand Californian Hotel and Resort, uh, Summit Sky Ranch, uh, Fairmont San Francisco, uh, Tokyo Disneyland Hotel, Shanghai Disneyland Hotel, Hong Kong Disneyland Hotel, um, Marriott Minna House in uh, Cairo, uh, Disney's uh, Hotel New York, The Art of Marvel, all right, uh, Disneyland Hotel Paris, and uh, Disneyland's uh, Grand Floridian Resort and Spa. Uh, these nine locations are going to feature Anaheim, San Francisco, Tokyo, Shanghai, Hong Kong, Agra, Cairo, Paris, and Orlando. Uh, your trip highlights will include Lucasfilm Campus Tour. Uh, visit the legendary home to some of the most innovative storytelling and snap a picture with the iconic Yoda Fountain. Yeah. There you go. Uh, Tokyo Disney Sea Experience with Walt Disney Imagineering. Hear the stories and ocean tales that inspire the concept and creation of this theme park on a very special behind-the-scenes adventure. That'd be cool. I'd, I'd, I'd be down for that. Uh, the Walt Disney Studios Tour. Take a very special tour of the iconic studios that include a visit to Walt Disney's office and the legendary ink and paint department. Okay, that's that's pretty cool. I mean, it's not taking a picture of a fountain that features Yoda, but still, I mean, it's Walt's office, guys. Uh, Shanghai Disneyland Tour. See a park attraction as very few get to see it when you go behind the scenes at Disney's newest theme park. Okay, that'd be pretty dope. I'd be down for that. I mean, maybe not $115,000, but still, that's pretty cool. The uh, Taj Mahal Tour. Hey, I remember seeing that in Soarin'. Uh, Marvel, the magnificent uh, engineering feat and sheer beauty of the white marble masterpiece that is one of the world's most recognizable structures. Again, because you know it's in Soarin'. Uh, the Pyramid of Giza's and Sphinx visit. Uh, stand amongst giants as you explore this archaeological site that is home to stunning architectural achievements that have stood for thousands of years. Uh, behind the scenes monorail shop tour. 
take a private monorail ride to the backstage shop for a rare and exclusive tour of the iconic Disney transportation system. You know, I've had a private monorail before. It's it's when you get on the monorail and there's nobody else on it. And I didn't have to pay $115,000. A flavor lab visit. Ooh. Savor a backstage peek at the secret kitchen where Disney chefs uh, dream up the creative culinary creations found at Disney's destinations all over the world. And then finally, Kilimanjaro safaris with animal program experts. Uh, join an expert for an open-air uh, savannah safari to see and hear stories about the animals that call Disney's Animal Kingdom Park home. Wait, one of the trip highlights is you get to ride the Kilimanjaro safari? I mean, okay, yeah, I get it. You you, you have an animal expert with you, but... Um, like, like, you can stand in the standby line. You you can buy Genie Plus for, for the Kilimanjaro safari, and I know Genie Plus, they... they raise their prices when it's busy but i'm pretty sure it doesn't cost one hundred fifteen thousand dollars. but uh if uh that sounds like something that you and your party would do or for a more detailed uh itinerary visit adventure by disney's website at adventurebydisney.com uh not an endorsement uh but disney i'm open for it to be and after man that uh segment I just did, I don't see why you wouldn't want me to uh, come on and talk about that. <laughs> uh, wow, $115,000. I mean, don't get me wrong, that, that, that'd be really cool, and, and being being able to go see Walt's office would be awesome, and going behind the scenes at uh, Shanghai Disneyland and uh, seeing the iconic Yoda fountain. The hell? Is, I, 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 I'm doing a real-time Google search guy. Um, uh, just to see how iconic this is. Yoda Fountain. Here we go. Oh, according to Google, it gets 4.7 uh, ratings. So there you go. Let's see. Uh, yeah, it's a, uh, it's, a, it's a fountain with Yoda on it, guys. It's a fountain with Yoda on it. <laughs> okay, if I'm, if I'm Googling pictures of fountains with Yoda in it, it's probably time to wrap it. Uh, thanks for listening this week. Uh, follow me. On Twitter, L-A-N-D-O-Z, please go follow me, Landon Doan, I'm the best, Landon Doan, not the rest. That's where you can uh, follow me on Twitter, 280 characters at a time. I also run a website, buttmunchchips.com, buttmunchchips, sit on your button munch. Uh, I also appear on The Phil Show, News Talk 98.7 WOKI, radio station locally here in uh, Knoxville, Tennessee, streaming 6 to 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time at Newstalk987.com. Also available in the iHeartRadio app and the Newstalk 987 app as well. Um, uh... Just as a reminder, no episode next week because I'm going to be on vacation. I'm going to be down in uh, the house of the... Ba- Actually, on Monday, I think I'm going to be in... I'm going to be in the Magic Kingdom on Monday, I think. So, uh, yeah, it's going to be a very busy day for uh, yours truly, but it's going to be a fun day. It's going to be a magical day, some would say, for uh, yours truly. But uh, no new episode next week. Uh, we will be back week after that. Uh, hopefully, uh, business as usual with a fun uh, fun trip report to uh, tell y'all about and uh, who knows who will be joining me maybe I can uh, convince the smoking hot girlfriend and uh, the ambassador but that's what I call her daughter uh, to join me to talk about said trip but uh, but between now and then thank a cast member thank a team member uh, Disney and Universal uh, treat your cast members and treat your team members like the rock stars that they are and pay them a living wage we love coming down to your parks I mean, I'm doing it this week. Uh, some of us tolerate spending all of our money down at your parks. 
I'm doing it this week. Um, uh, but without them, none of what you have happens, happens. So uh, take care of them and pay them, once again, a living wage and uh, be decent to each other. You don't know what everybody else has going on in their lives. Uh, you don't know how far a kind word or a kind gesture will go. It costs you nothing to be nice. So why not be nice? And uh, take care of yourself. Be decent to yourself. When I say take care of yourself, I'm not talking just physically. I'm talking mentally, too. Your mental health can be just as important as your physical health. Sometimes more so in this crazy world we're living in right now. And breathe. Have a little bit of fun. And if you can do both of those things, that would mean the world to me. So my name is Landon Doan. Y'all have been great. We've been Daz Does Disney. I'll talk to you in two weeks. Love y'all. See ya! You know, there's, there's a lot of stuff I can do well. Heck, there's even a couple things I can do very well. But when it comes to graphic design, that is one thing I cannot do at all. Thankfully, I have a friend in Matt and love of the mouse multimedia. You know and love their work. The sleek and soon-to-be-beloved logo for this very podcast, Does Does Disney, that was them. The classic morning monorail logo and all its variants, that was love of the mouse too. And not only does Love of the Mouse have an incredible talent for graphic design, they're easy to work with and collaborate. They listen to your ideas and suggestions, then they bring them to life. So if you're looking to start your own blog, podcast, YouTube channel, Etsy shop, whatever creative outlet that you're thinking of, Love of the Mouse can help your brand to stand out in the crowd. Connect with Matt on Twitter, Facebook, or Instagram by searching Love of the Mouse Multimedia or at L-O-T-M Multimedia or visit loveofthemousepodcast.com or email loveofthemousepodcast at gmail.com to contact him about your design needs. We're talking logos, social media promos, advertisements, websites, and so much more. And if you're uh, looking for some more awesome Disney content, make sure and subscribe to his show, Love of the Mouse Podcast, on your favorite streaming applications. And tell him the Dawes sent you. I, I, I don't know if that'll get you anything up. I just always wanted to say that. We'll